0: Welcome to the Superbook Sports Podcast. The line starts here as we take you behind the counter for an all-access look at the biggest events in sports. Through the minds of career Las Vegas odds makers, Jay Cornegay and John Murray. Want the very best in odds boost promotions and contests? Download the Superbook Sports app. Follow us at Superbook Sports on social media and head to superbook.com. superbook.com today. Now let's jump behind the counter and talk, talk with, with the pros a- before we get our wagers down. Here's your MC, Ron Truck. The wait is over. Football season is here in the
1: Superbook Sports podcast is back in your life. Ron Kruk joined by the men behind the counters at the Superbook at the Westgate in Las Vegas. Longtime odds makers, Jay Cornegay and John Murray. Guys, a happy football season to you. Uh, Hope you're ready for kickoff, uh, ready or not.
2: Well, we're almost there, Ron. Uh, you know, uh, we might not be as enthusiastic <laughs> as you, <right? laughs> but that's not, I love that's college football. I love pro football, but you know, there's some guys that have to work around this stuff like most of us do, but boy, it's been a uh, busy couple of weeks, but we're ready.
1: It seems like John, you seem focused. You're you're already in mid-season form, aren't you?
3: I'm ready for it. I mean, baseball season ended for me months ago. The Nationals weren't really competitive. I stopped paying attention, so I'm ready for football season.
1: All right. Well, we all are. And once again, the season goal for this podcast is to give you wagering insight like no one else can deliver. We have one of the longest histories of American odds-making experience and, of course, the top odds-makers in the business from the world's largest sportsbook on the planet, Superbook. And unlike... Kyler Murray, you do have to study if you're going to be prepared and want to win. Guys, the NFL is kicking off next week, so college football gets the spotlight. We made it through week zero, whatever that was, and now college football really comes out firing this Labor Day weekend with a loaded five-day weekend of games. But let's begin with some national championship futures. Uh, Usual suspects, Jay, as you look at the numbers, Alabama with the shortest odds, plus 150. Ohio State right behind them at plus 275. Georgia next, looking for back-to-back championships. They're at plus 375. Jay, talk about who are Superbook's biggest liabilities when it comes to national champion future betting.
2: Well, you know, looking at the big three there, Bama, Georgia, Ohio State, you know, then there's a big drop off before we get to Clemson, like at 12 to one. And then another step back when we get to uh, A&M at 20 and USC at 25, you know, I, I just, Listen, I, as I just mentioned, I love college football, but I hate when it's so top heavy. I wish there was about 10 teams, 15 teams, 20 to one or less. I am really not liking this separation, especially coming from a mid-major, you have no shot of, of, you know, even competing to that level because the programs that seem like are going in different directions, but I love the games. You know, I love the competition and I certainly love the spirit each and every, uh, weekend. But there's been a lot of activity, as you can imagine. The bets are coming, rolling in. In fact, it got so top-heavy, we actually put up a proposition up. Will the championship game be Bama against Ohio State? I love that. Yeah, and we opened the no, minus 450, and the yes at plus 375, and it was bet down. So they're betting it down that these two teams are going to meet in the championship game. But as far as the liability that you talked about, we have some liability on USC. You know, we got a lot of money on them early as it went from 40 down to 25. And LSU is probably our biggest liability. They opened at 200 to one. They're down to 60 to one. So, wow! Uh, but great action across the future board, especially with those big three. You get some of the others uh, that get some attention. But realistically, are there going to be any other teams that maybe break the top five outside, you know, Clemson? A&M and the big three? I don't think so.
1: Probably not. At least that's how it's been going for the past several years. I love that national championship wager you can jump in on. John, uh, since you're the Heisman Trophy winner of this show, we'll let you break down that future wager. (laughs) Current odds, John, according to Superbook.com, Ohio State quarterback, C.J. Stroud, of course, is the consensus favorite. He's at 225. Bryce Young, the quarterback at Alabama, plus 450. He's looking to become the first player since Archie Griffin to repeat as a Heisman Trophy winner. Uh, And then you have Williams from USC, the Oklahoma transfer at quarterback coming in at plus 700. You know, John, quarterbacks usually dominate this award. Mm -hmm. Is this a two-horse race? And uh, are any of those other long-shot players maybe attracting some action from betters?
3: I think another quarterback will emerge during the season, Ron. Maybe it's Quinn Ewers. Maybe it's Dylan Gabriel. He's replacing Caleb Williams at Oklahoma. I do think of ultimately a quarterback will win. You know, Will Anderson, the Alabama linebacker, he's getting a lot of attention. He's fourteen to one. If and Donald Kong Sue didn't win the Heisman his last year in Nebraska, I don't think they'll ever give it to a defensive player. Unfortunately, the reason why you see Bryce Young drift out a little bit to nine to yeah. two. We think Alabama is going to win their games by so much that Young might not have to do anything in the second half of those games. That's what happened to Tua Tonga-Viola. It was three or four years ago when he lost the Heisman Trophy to Kyler Murray was because he didn't play in the fourth quarter of any of Alabama's games because they were up by so much. We think this is an historically great Alabama team this season. We don't know how much he's going to see the field in the fourth quarter. I think C.J. Stroud is a very logical favorite. I'm a Caleb Williams fan. He went to my high school. He's at USC now. Oh, wow, He's with Lincoln yeah. Riley. I'm going to root for Caleb Williams, 7-1. to one, But there's a few other quarterbacks down the board uh, that are getting some betting interest as well. I've even seen people betting on Bo Nix, who I feel wow. like has been in college for like the last 10 years or so. <laughs> uh, Bo, Bo Nix is, is getting some interest. We have they Bo Nix at 100-1. <laughs> so this it, it's, it's going to probably be a quarterback. Travion Henderson, the Ohio State running back, he is our biggest liability. A lot of action on him. Okay. He's down from 50 to 1 down to 30 to 1. Henderson, he might fall victim to what I just said about Bryce Young. If the Buckeyes are rolling and they're way up in the second half, they might give some carries to some of their other running backs. You're talking about Ohio State. I'm sure they've got about six or seven of these guys that they can plug in there. So he might not get a ton of action in the second half of these games.
1: Yeah, great insight, of course, and uh, it seems like a bunch of players have been around going into like their eighth year in college football, Uh kind of crazy and hard to keep up with so many players transferring as well. Week one and Superbook is offering a pretty much a variety of point spreads to consider. We got small lines We got huge lines. We got everything in between get to superbook.com before kickoff sign up today Download the app and get in on the game Superbook is offering some great sign-up bonuses and odds boosts So guys, let's talk about this week one schedule for many the most anticipated game Probably number two, Ohio State hosting number five, Notre Dame. Ohio State a minus 17-point favorite. Uh, we got a couple Pac-12 versus SEC matchups as number 11, Oregon, travels to number three, Georgia. Georgia, another 17-point favorite. Same conferences go at it when number seven, Utah. They uh, visit Florida, Utah, Looking for some national respect. They come in as a minus three-point favorite. And then the Sunday night special, uh, LSU and Florida State battle it out in New Orleans. Should be fun. LSU is the three-point favorite. John, give us your thoughts on some of these huge week one matchups.
3: I think the point spreads perfectly illustrate Jay's point about how top-heavy college football is. The two best games of the week. The two games that feature four teams that have playoff aspirations and they're both 17 point spreads. You're you know, right. it's kind of unfortunate how much these teams have distanced themselves from everybody else. Notre Dame and Oregon are, are really good. Notre Dame is loaded this year and they're going to go on the road. They're a 17 point dog. They might go off higher than that by the time the game kicks off on Saturday and Oregon is a team. They got to replace Mario crystal ball, but they're a very talented team. They've got aspirations to win the pac 12, maybe sneak into the playoffs And they're a 17-point underdog against Georgia in Atlanta. So it really shows what Jay was saying. These top teams are so much better than everybody else. And I do think that even if Notre Dame or Oregon does find themselves in the college football playoff, they're just going to be right back in this position. They're going to be a Mm -hmm. two-touchdown-plus underdog, and they're probably going to get crushed. But it's still good for betting. You know, we're going to have all these money-line parlays on all these favorites. And then you touched on a couple other games that are a little closer. Utah, Florida, very competitive game. And then the, the Sunday night game, I think, is really interesting because it's two of the, of the best programs in the last 20 years. They've been down on their luck recently. Very even game. It's on a neutral field at the Superdome. I think that game will be fun to watch.
0: It's time for The Big Ticket. Hey, John, any tickets make you do a double take this week at the Superbook?
3: Yeah, I see a lot of people betting against my West Virginia Mountaineers. Some big money has come in against the Mountaineers. They laid seven with Pitt. Also took some big bets on Central Michigan, which mm-hmm. I thought was interesting. They're on the road at Oklahoma State. Let's see, the line's actually going the other way in that one. So we've seen some really sharp players laying the points with Oklahoma State and some big bets the other way on the dog there. So the big bets are going to come in on Saturday, Ron. And the big bets are going to come in on the games you're talking about, Notre Dame, Ohio State, Georgia, Oregon, Florida State, LSU. So far, some bets in the 10-20K range on a couple of
1: these games. Wow. Okay. Jay, there has been some movement to these week one lines, sharp money coming in on several college teams. You know, John alluded to a few. But give us some more details on maybe some of the biggest week one point spread movers.
2: Yeah, we were looking at this earlier, and – I mean, starting on Friday, you got Michigan State, you know, opening up at 17-and-a-half against Western, and now that's 22-and-a-half. So 17-and-a-half to twenty-two and a half. Wow. a lot of these moves, you got to remember, Ron, were based off week zero performance. And so, right. you know, you got Tulsa at Wyoming. Tulsa was a one-point favorite opening number, and now they're up to six-and-a-half based off Wyoming's poor performance in week zero. Same yeah, thing with— Oh, yeah, and you get Western Kentucky at Hawaii. Hawaii's poor performance has really adjusted Mm -hmm. the line. So Western Kentucky opened up 11.5, now up to 16.5. So uh, some big movements there. I know back in Colorado, they're not too happy about seeing this big move, but TCU opened 7.5 at CU, and CU is now a a 13.5-point underdog. That actually was 14.5 yesterday. So 7.5 up to 13.5 there. The other one that sticks out to me is the Texas state at Nevada. Interesting move there because I I know there's been some sharp play coming in on, on Texas state. They opened at plus nine. All right. Going to Nevada. But again, based off of performance, this, this line is now down to pick them. So some huge moves for week one.
1: Wow. Absolutely. Uh, Yeah. Thanks for bringing up my Buffaloes. Uh, That's going to be a real treats following them this season with the, regular season over under set at two and a half and fellas, I don't think they're going to make, it. I really don't. <laughs> but Jay, how about your, your Rammies? I got to give them a little love before, you know, going to the big house they're coming in. Uh, the, uh How big of underdogs are they at this point?
2: Well, that's another one that's moved. And uh, we had some sharp play come in on the Wolverines that, push that opening number from 27 all right rams getting 27 at the big house there now up to 30 and a half and that was a sharp play that wasn't public play most of these moves are definitely are not public play it's either market based off performance or some of these uh, early uh, educated players out there doing their homework and betting in big amounts uh, right out of the gate making these lines uh, move quite a bit so It'll be interesting to see what the Rams do with the the whole new coaching staff. I know there's a whole new attitude, but you know, being a Rams fan, I got low expectations, but uh, (laughs) I know our over under wins is a little higher than the buff. So we'll take it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I know. I knew you were (laughs) going to get that in. Hey, quickly, September 1st, 2007, I was sitting in the super book getting ready for week one of the college football season and chaos erupted Appalachian state, goes into the big house, plus 33-point underdogs, and they pulled off one of the greatest upsets ever. Jay, maybe your Rams can do the same. I don't know.
2: I'd love to see it. Uh, Again, it's kind of like my golf game. Low expectations, and I'll be just fine. (laughs)
1: Low expectations in the state of Colorado uh, for this college football season, no doubt about it.
0: (laughs) Let's get an update on the Ultimate Football Handicapping Challenge. Hey guys, what's shaking in your Super Contest this week? The Super
1: Contest is back better than ever. Over a million dollars on the line for the contestant who earns the most points for the entire pro football season. Guys, this is always such a fun contest. Jay, give us the details as we gear up for the Super Contest.
2: Well, Super Contest has been around since uh, 1988. It's paid out over $33 million, and it's uh, viewed as a, you know the ultimate pro football handicapping challenge. And it's a very simple format for those that are not familiar with it. It's uh, five games against the spread. You pick five games against the spread, uh, all NFL, and you get a point for a win, a half point for a push. It's for the entire 18 uh, um, regular season weeks. And whoever comes out uh, with the most points is declared the champion, and we pay out the top 30. So it's very interesting. It's very it's followed by many out there. So we're uh, taking registration right now all the way through September 10th at 3 p.m. We expect to have about uh, 1,500 to 1,600 entries, but very popular over the years. And I'll let John talk about the end-season contest because uh, that's – something that really differentiates us from the others. We have 11 in-season contests this season, and they all pay pretty well. So, uh, John, I'll let John explain all those.
3: Well, I think because I was the one pushing for it, because usually when I'm in a contest, Jay, you know I'm out within the first two weeks. So I wanted to make it so that we had another chance to win. You know, we got another three-week contest that starts in week four. And then in week seven, you got a new six-week and a new three-week contest six three-week contests, three six-week contests. This year, we added two nine-week contests. So when you buy into the Super Contest for $1,000, you're you're buying yourself into 12 contests. You're buying yourself into the main contest and then all 11 in-season contests with the guaranteed prize money. It's good for those of us that don't do too well picking NFL games and need a fresh start already in week four. The Super Contest is, is really the contest for you.
2: Yeah, and those and those in season contests that. are just—they're not just for the winner. Or the best, you know, we pay out the top five for the, yeah. you know, uh, uh, two nine-week contests. We pay the mm-hmm. top four for the six-week contest. We pay the top three, and I think they get what a hundred thousand for the nine-week, seventy-five for the six-week, and fifty. So there's some cash being nulled out here during yeah, the course of the is. season, and uh, you're never out of it. In fact, you get restarts every three weeks.
1: I love it. I love redos and uh, giving uh, us a little incentive. It's kind of like in fantasy football, too, where weekly payouts and things like that, where when your team's already uh, blown up in week four, give you something to play for. But I love this contest. It's so exciting. I know that people will be coming down to the Superbook at Westgate in Vegas to sign up. And as as you said, Jay, there's still time to get in. Registration is open now through Saturday, September 10th. So uh, get on down to the Westgate and come sign up because you got a chance at a lot of cash. And come say hi to us because next week, We will be taking over the Superbook at the Westgate for the official Superbook Sports Podcast fall kickoff. Come say hello, sign up for the Super Contest, and get ready for what should be an epic football season. We are extremely excited to get this thing rolling. NFL fans are counting down the days, guys, until the... Bills and the defending champion Rams kick off the season. That's happening on Thursday, September 8th. Uh, before we wrap up, you know, let's take a look, quick look at the current Super Bowl odds, according to Superbook.com. Uh, leader in the clubhouse, fellas, uh, the Bills, 6-1 to one odds, uh, despite being 0-4 in Super Bowls. Many believe that they will break through this year. Uh, Tampa Bay right behind them with 7-1 to one odds. Big movement, of course, when Brady announced he was returning. Four teams, including the defending champion Rams, coming next 10 to 1 odds Rams, Chargers, Packers, Chiefs at 16 to 1 odds uh, Baltimore and San Francisco. And then three teams uh, with 20 to 1 odds Denver, Cincinnati, and Vegas. Crazy to see all four AFC West teams uh, in the Super Bowl hunt. A lot of AFC teams getting some love as we are ready to kick off the season. John, just uh, your thoughts on uh, the Super Bowl futures. Uh, any big bets or liability for the book?
3: Well, the reason Buffalo is the favorite is because they're not in the AFC West. Those, those other teams have to play each other. Uh, you mentioned all four of them have 20 to 1 or shorter odds. Buffalo has a much easier path. They should win their division. They should have home playoff games. I think Kansas City is going to win the AFC West, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Chargers, the Broncos, or even the Raiders gave them a run for their money. Those teams are all so jumbled. That's why Buffalo is the favorite. It doesn't necessarily mean they're better than Kansas City is or than some of those other teams are. Uh, we don't want to see Tampa Bay, Jay. How many years? How many years <laughs> in a career can you root against the same player? Tom Brady. I mean, feel like I've been rooting for against Tom Brady for half my life, working in sports books. We don't That's want to okay. see the Bucks, and we don't want to see the Raiders. The Raiders are our biggest mm-hmm. liability in terms of dollars. Very popular at the window again, but I think mm-hmm. of the realistic teams, Tampa Bay looks like the team that hurts us the most of the teams that realistically can win. I don't want to. I don't think the Raiders can realistically win the Super Bowl with that defense. And everybody in the AFC West, including your Broncos, if they don't win that division, they've got to win three games on the road just to get to the Super Bowl those teams in the AFC West are facing a very difficult path because that is the best division in the history of the NFL with those four quarterbacks. That's the best division in the history of the league. So it's going to be really tough to come out of there. That's why you see other teams as the betting favorites.
1: Yeah, the AFC West just going to beat each other up. It does remind yep. me of of like the NFC East back in the day in the uh, uh, mid and late '80s when uh, whoever really won that division seemed to go on to win the Super Bowl. Uh, Jay, but that but that, you know, team,
3: that division had the Cardinals though. Ron, don't forget the Arizona, or the, I think they called them the Phoenix Cardinals back then, and they yeah, were good so that they did have they did have one team they got to play twice that they were probably going to beat this AFC West. There's no easy games in that in that division. It's it's going to be brutal.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Stack division for sure. Jay, you know, um, John touched on it, but, you know, give us some idea on who are the Super Bowl ticket count leaders and, you know, who are some of the teams that bettors are putting their hard earned cash on?
2: Yeah, I agree with John, what he was talking about. I mean, that AFC West uh, is well-documented, and they're going to probably be beaten up on each other the entire year and most mm-hmm. likely have to go on the road. You know, Bill's had to go to Kansas City last year. That's probably not going to happen this year. It's going to be a different story when and teams are going to have to go up to uh, Buffalo to play those uh, January games. But looking at the ticket count for our Super Bowl, we got the – and this is all jurisdictions – Here, Ron, we're not just talking about Nevada. We're talking about the states that Superbook operates in, and that's Colorado, of course, New Jersey, Arizona, and Tennessee. And we're about ready to open up Iowa here in about another uh, week or two. But ticket count leaders uh, for the Super Bowl, you got Raiders, Bills, Chiefs. As far as money wagered, you got the leaders include Chiefs, Bills, Chargers, Raiders, and Bucks. And -hmm. then our biggest liabilities – as John said, we don't want to see the Raiders or the Bucks. That certainly wouldn't be good for us. But also in the uh, same circle there would be the Steelers and the Seahawks. The Seahawks with over <laughs> under five and a half wins. What? Seahawks is one of our biggest liabilities for the Superbook at, at this time. So interesting. Start. Can't Russell wait.
1: Wilson left, right? Those fans are, are aware they got the memo, right?
2: Oh, according to all the Seahawks fans that I know, is like he's a bum. He's like he's all washed up. They were ready to kick him out of town. I go, we'll see. We'll see what happens this year. Yeah, uh,
1: enjoy Drew Locke. I know he's not starting, but uh, yeah, crazy the Steelers guys. Like that was one that came up in my mind. When's the last time you could get the Steelers at eighty to one odds or in that? And and the Patriots too. I would guess some of their hardcore fans would jump on the bandwagon and take a flyer on the Patriots around sixty to one.
2: Yeah, well, we we saw that, one of the biggest bets that we took all all off season was the on the Steelers at 80 to one, we, we took what, $3,000 at 80 to one pays two forty, And of course, you know, there's that story about, you know, Tom Brady coming back. Oh yeah. Only a few knew that, uh, at, uh, 25 to one, I think we took some, some bets, uh, some larger bets on, on Brady, uh, and company at 25 to one. In fact, I think the biggest one was at 4,000, but the bucks were up there before he uh, obviously announced his comeback but some bigger wagers on the NFL heading into the season
3: a few people made a lucky guess and they bet Tampa Bay uh, right before guess. he yeah. retired they were very yeah. fortunate you know we, we had some guys we had some guys betting the steelers really early in the offseason ron because there if you go back to really early in the offseason there were talk of rodgers going there rodgers yeah. going to the tennessee titans was a rumor right. back then there was there was a rumor that the Rogers had bought a house in Nashville. So exactly. think back to the really early parts of the off season, Aaron Rodgers is being linked to a few different teams and you see a liability built up on those teams. Ooh. The Brady thing uh, has been covered ad nauseum. Uh, I think somebody may have known something, but it doesn't really matter now. And, and look, they've got a tough road to the Super Bowl. They've got a much tougher schedule this year <laughs> than they did last year. Yeah. And you've still got to deal with the Rams, the 49ers, and the Packers, the Packers are going to win the division again. They'll probably win 13 or 14 games, and then they'll lose in Lambeau in the playoffs on some ridiculous play. <laughs>
2: Man, you know, right? So that, that, <laughs> that'll
3: that be their season. But that, that's that's usually Green Bay, Green Bay is going to be very good again. Green, Green Bay, yeah. even without Devontae Adams, their defense is outstanding. I would still say Rodgers is the best player in the NFL if you made me pick one guy. I'd say Rodgers or Aaron Donald are the best players in the league. So Green Bay is still going to be there. Tampa Bay still got a long way to go.
2: That's what I fell for last year. You know, we heard all the rumors and reports that Rogers was going to end up in Denver. And of right. course, you know, I fell for that and I emptied out my accounts. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do that this year. Okay. But uh, last year, yeah, I bit hard, you know, based off the source, but you know, people that find out that information, we're fine with it. We're not complaining. It's just the way it happens. It's like people find out this information, but it's been a couple of times with Brady, you know, when the first time when, we had a proposition up, uh, wh- you know, where he was going to land, where he was going to sign, and yeah. uh, about three days before he signs with Tampa Bay, we get a lot of vets on Tampa Bay, you know, three days out, mm-hmm. and then the same thing happens with his, uh, unretirement announcement. Right. You know, three days before he he makes it public, <laughs> you know, we get these bets yeah. coming in on the bucks. So hey, I'm not looking to void him. That's just part of the game but uh, very, yeah, very fortunate
3: people out there, Jay. There's some people, with, uh, very luck, in the dark. a lot of, luck, unbelievable. Luck, a lot of foresight. Uh, the, when we had that, we had that prop up. What team will Brady take his next snap with? And this right. guy comes in. He's like, I, I want to say the bucks were 30 to one, but I don't really remember. So the guy bet the bucks, we moved it down to like eight to one. And the guy's like, all right, well, how much can I bet on it now? And we were just like, Oh, oh so he's, like, he, wow. he's going Did to the Tampa. guy
1: have uh, was his last name, Brady. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> i'm not accusing idea. anybody
3: of anything ron i don't know but there all i know well, is there's some people that have been very very fortunate with their guesses about what tom brady's going to do next that's yeah, all that's i know from my from my perspective here in the at the super book
1: and now as we enter into the season you have another reason to root against tom brady and the Bucks. <laughs>
3: yes and it's Guy's not just cool. his mangled face it's uh we really just want the bucks to, <laughs> oh, to lose because we don't want to pay all those tickets
1: <laughs> I get it. We'd like to uh, keep our gigs rolling here on the Superbook Sports Podcast, and guys, great insight! I, I'm extremely excited to uh, to get out to the Superbook at the Westgate in Las Vegas next week. We'll kick off our NFL preview. If you're in Vegas, come down, say hello, sign up for that super contest and uh, be a part of the podcast. Guys, thank you so much for the time. Great work as always, and we will see you next week. Thanks, Ron. Get to superbook.com before the kickoff. Sign up today, download the app, and get in the game. Superbook is offering some great sign-up bonuses and odds boosts. And for the latest and greatest wagering news, original content just like this show, special promotions and bonuses, Make sure you're following us on social media, all social media platforms at Superbook Sports. For our VP of Marketing, Kristen Mackey, our producers, Jeremiah Crow and Mike Rigg, social media manager, John Hogland, and the hardest working crew in the business. My partners in the desert, Jay Cornegay and John Murray. I'm Ron Cruck. Happy Labor Day, everyone, and we'll talk to you next week in Vegas.
0: You've been listening to the SuperBook Sports Podcast. SuperBook Sports Podcast featuring Jay Cornegay, John Murray, and Ron Kruk. Hit our subscribe button, rate, review, and never miss out on weekly behind-the-counter access to the biggest events in sports. The SuperBook Sports Podcast is a production of Green Roll Media. Green Roll Media, the world's premier sports betting podcast network.